back to the baseball podcast. Um, a little more, a little more upset than the last episode we did. Last yeah. episode we had so much hope. We thought think, we might play in October. I think we kind of jinxed us. <laughs> yeah, we, we fucked it. Fuck. Um, we were so close yeah. to October baseball. Yeah, we haven't we haven't recorded since the Jays made and dropped out of the playoffs in two games to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Um. It sucks. It was such a fun year, and I loved was, every second of it. Yeah, and it was kind of worse than I thought it would be. To be yeah, honest. I, I mean, mean, game one was close. Game, game one, two, yeah. I was... felt the entire time like we could come back, and it just what it never happened. Like Tyler Glasnow was pitching like shit, and I was just like, right, we but could, we could do this. Nobody was was hitting. Like, well, they were hitting balls hard. They were just hitting it at people for the most part, and it was just like, they'd have deep line drives to the outfield, but they were right. just at guys, and it just kind of... Yeah. Can't do that I just felt like, you know what, you get one or two innings here or there that just breaks it open a little bit, I think you could, oh, yeah. you could come back. And, and then they brought in Aaron Loop, and I'm like, it's possible. But, uh, obviously, Apparently it didn't happen. they got a different Aaron Loop. Did did something yeah, happen I down there? I don't, I don't know. What it, they, like, used him perfectly where he just got out, and it was just unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do you want to break it? We can break it down game by game, I guess, because there's only two, and there's not really a ton ah. to talk about in each game. Uh, oh. Game one had uh, Matt Shoemaker on the mound, and we kind of we talked about that decision, right? Because that had come out by the time we recorded. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting, interesting choice, but Matt Shoemaker looked really good when he went out there for his three innings, and he was dominant in that third inning. Right. And then the decision that everybody wants to talk about happened, and they pulled Shoemaker and brought in. Robbie Ray, who Robbie Ray, to his credit, was really good in that game. He yeah, had only gave it up one earned run. He, he only gave up that one hit, I think, yeah, and then he had absolutely. I think it was six strikeouts or something like that after that mm-hmm. in three in three innings. So he had twenty. He pitched. He had thrown twenty seven pitches in that first inning, and then thirty five in the next two combined. So like obviously, what you got out of that first little bit from Robbie Ray wasn't the Robbie Ray that was all game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It led to that triple that ended up scoring a run. It sucked. It was a, it was a tough choice to take in at the time, and like it's a hard pill to swallow as a Jays fan. Where it's just if you you, you kind of have yourself thinking like, what if? I think the most shocking thing was like the surprise after the game. Like when you talked to them, it was almost like he didn't know that he was only getting three innings. He thought that as yeah. long as I'm still dealing, then I'm yeah. still in it. Like as long as I have this this ball and the streak going on, that yeah. I'm going to keep pitching. He knew the plan was to go to Robbie Ray after him, but I think he was thinking, you know what, if I'm keeping, if I'm going to keep dealing, we go five right. or six innings, and then Robbie Ray can come in. Not we're going half and half of the first six or something like that. And like, I was shocked when uh, Montoya said they only wanted to give uh, two innings, wasn't it? Yeah, Shoemaker two innings. Two. Yeah, or like, it doesn't matter what your starter is if you're only giving them two innings. Like they're not your starter; they're your opener. No, like, and but that also like. With- that kind of changes you as a starter, does it not? Like if you if yeah, you get like told, hey, you're, you're going to go two two to three innings, then okay. But if yeah. you're going to say, hey, I got to go like you know six, you got six innings. It, then, if yeah, you're, you're expecting to pitch nine innings that day, you have to kind of you can't just go 100 percent for the first two and then nope. try and hope for the best for the rest of it. You kind of got to ease yourself into the game and make it work. Whereas they didn't really give him that choice, I guess. I it is weird. I I I didn't like the move. Obviously, I was angry about the move at the time but looking back it wasn't really what lost you that game that's, it was no a, that's not the the reason why you lost that no game. it was like a 3-1 you, game like you just right. could not score runs to me if we're gonna look at managerial moves where you can blame charlie montoyo 
because realistically that move worked out the ray the ray coming in move like analytically that was their choice and it made sense like they didn't really give up much after that yeah but the Wasn't move to the reliever that gave up the, the yeah, next two runs um, like, cole came cole in, gave in? Up yeah cole came in and gave up two two runs and like you know so what they, though you look more towards your bats like where where are those to get you yeah. back from those those pitching mistakes, right? Because yeah. you're two guys who came in and are are kind of exper- like Robbie Ray, especially very experienced like pitcher. They they did what they were supposed to do. Yep, you can't and, fault either one of them no. for that. The the one managerial move I was going to say that you can blame a little bit on Montoyo is uh, you have a chance in the sixth inning, I believe it was. There's two runners on, and they used a pinch hitter and they for VR. And they decided to go with Joe Panic. Okay. Which to me, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cause they had Rowdy on the bench. And I'm like, maybe Rowdy's not ready to go. Like he's not healthy or something. Right. Whatever. You're gonna use Panic here. I guess he's the best available bat. I don't mm-hmm. see it with runners on, then he's gonna be the guy that drives him in. But that was their choice. So I'm like, fine, you're not gonna use Rowdy. It's okay. But then the next inning, they have another chance that they're gonna pinch hit, and they pinch hit Rowdy in that situation with nobody on. To right. me, you completely did that backwards, whereas you should have had Panic hitting with nobody on to get on base and Rowdy hitting with men on to try and drive them in because Rowdy Tellez has a much better chance of driving guys in than Joe Panic does. Hmm. You don't you don't but, see Joe Panic driving a lot of balls to gaps. Right, but I think the point there was like if you kind of already made the the one mistake, then you're gonna you're gonna throw him in the next opportunity you get, right? Like that's that's what he's kind of saying. He's like, No, we didn't we didn't put him in game. Or sorry, in the in the first opportunity to use a I, yeah, but a like hitter, but we're gonna to do me it. It almost now made it worse that you put him in after because it's like if he was available, why didn't you use him? Right, but how would you feel then if he didn't come in at all? If they pinch hit again and it wasn't routed, it, like you've I already it, made the mistake. I think it would have made his first more, uh, move more uh, more understandable if you just didn't <laughs> use Rowdy. But then Rowdy could come out and say like, "I was no, I'm 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 healthy, I'm good to go." Yeah, just obviously bench, it sucks, right? but like it's just I it's tough to explain that move. I. Th- if Rowdy I think comes Montoya in makes made some really questionable moves, like you know, what I mean, not communicating with your pitcher. Yeah, but like not not communicating with your pitcher on like what the plan is. Um, you know, not bringing in probably your better hitter, absolutely in that situation. You know, but he, to be fair, he kind of goes off of what his instincts are and what he saw throughout the year. And you know, Panic was looking pretty good going into the playoffs, and we kind of said I, that I think in our last Charlie podcast. Montoya, too great guy just not a very good manager and no do i think he's the only reason we lost that series absolutely not do i think he should get fired not for the series but i think for the body of work that he had throughout the season maybe i don't think next year is the year to do it but i don't think he's the manager that takes you to the promised land by any means um no but you're he's not the reason we're not playing anymore right like but but they're gonna keep him next year i don't know how many years he actually has left on his deal but next year and maybe the year after but but there's still like you're still just kind of like trying to compete, but you're trying, you're just trying to get better at this point. Yep. Right. Yep. And I know that Ross Hackens has come out and said, we're going to be aggressive in free agency. We're going to try and get some, you know, some high level players, but they also mm-hmm. have to want to come here. Yep. That's fair. And, but and if you not, throw somebody enough money, they're, they're bound to yeah, come here, especially with absolutely. this, this lineup and the, the potential that there is right now, like with Austin Martin's coming, uh, oh, sorry, Austin Martin coming up, Jordan Groshans coming up, um, there's a couple other prospects that I just don't have the names in front of me, but like there's a few names in the mind. Like Alec Manoa's a, a good arm in your uh, right. that could be in your rotation in the next couple of years. Uh, Semyon Reeds, or Semyon Woods Richardson, sorry. Um, like they're both 
There, there, there's some names that, to like, be in there, but like if even you're, still, if I mean, you're a guy that's in the middle of your career looking to win somewhere, this is a place where you can see winning in the future. Right. And I think, I think that should draw a couple names anyways. I don't know if we'll get anyone this offseason. Obviously, I'd like yeah. to go after a guy like Trevor Bauer or a guy like James Paxton. Yeah, you kind of want to go more for pitching. Yeah, I, I don't think there's that. a lot of whole. I've heard a few people mention that we should try and upgrade third base. I don't agree with that in the slightest because you have the two biggest prospects you have coming up are both third basemen. Right. And I don't really like if you're like if you're going to go get somebody that is in the end of their career and just like teach guys fine. But like, if you're looking for someone to replace that spot for years to come, you have two of those guys that are coming but, up, but maybe also not to like, to not just like throw those guys in the fire, so to speak. Like if, if they need time to ease yeah. in, you know, and, and for both of them to hit, like that's, that's asking like a, a good chunk out of them for a first year. But you right? don't, so like, you don't need both of them, right? Like hmm. if one of them hits, that's fine. Yeah. Cause then you can fill that spot. But I it's also just, just hope that that flat isn't done being over at third base sometimes right because you can you can have other that he he is a learning first base and you want to give him as many opportunities there but at the same well, time like he you you almost like that versatility right because it's yeah. another position that vlad can go over and and play and i don't think that he was atrocious at no third he was base. okay like, he wasn't great ross atkins was talking about him the other day on tim and sid and he mentioned that uh he would like to see vlad go back to third and like play mm-hmm. not consistently at third but he'd like to see him take innings at third just so he has that versatility so then you 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 open your lineup a whole lot more right because some days you can have Vlad play third some days he plays first and you just open the lineup so like kind of like the Dodgers DH right like he's okay to go out there and hit and yep in a regular season right you're gonna you're gonna go through a lot of injuries you're gonna go through a lot of like moments where you're playing a lot of games and in a short amount of days and I Mm -hmm. think that it's important to have him still be effective in your lineup and but yet still being able to flex some other players out there exactly. if if your plan in free agency is to go out and get some right yeah it's just i i would love i think they could use some defensive help in the outfield because i right. think the three that are out there they're good outfielders they're not great but outfielders if we play in an actual like in the rogers center like mm-hmm. it is not needed to have a ridiculous like no. kevin polar was absolutely like a like great to watch but it was mm-hmm. like you don't really. A lot of balls that. are just like they're gone, or they're like yeah. they're kind of right at you. Yeah, it's a small outfield to play. Right. So like I think it's, that it's... It, that's what I mean. I think you have three good outfielders. I, I I wouldn't say any of them are great or any of them are elite by any means. I think no. they're good enough and they can man your outfield. Would it help if there was someone on the market that you could say is going to solidify this outfield? Maybe. I wouldn't hate it. But no. it's not something I think they need to look at replacing right now, unless no. there's obviously a better upgrade out there. I think that we're like going for a veteran, veteran presence, somebody with yeah. presence, someone with experience yeah. out there, you know, and yeah. and maybe can play a couple of positions mm-hmm. to to get in this lineup still, right? Yep, it's, I, a, I it's can, not yeah. an easy lineup to to crack in the regular season. That's what they kind of showed, right? Who knows if they can sustain it over one sixty two? But at the same no. time, like let's hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have no idea what this team can right. be realistically. That's that's. Yeah, I'm I'm here with it. Like, there's yeah. guys out there. Yeah, I mean, John Carlos Stanton could opt out, but I don't know if that's a guy you take a crack at. He's not gonna want to come. No, <laughs> I don't I think mean, this is the market he wants to go into. And George like, Springer's knows? another one, but are we are we even for sure that that we're gonna be playing back here again? Like, what if they go back to Buffalo? Right? Yeah, like, you have like this this year is so that is a hard sell for somebody who's a major league baseball player to especially, say, hey, especially one that was just bitching about the lighting. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you also have uh, George Springer's a guy you could take a look at because he plays really good defense. He's a good leadoff guy when he's not when he's getting trash cans banged for him. Right. So like he we can get the job done. Yeah, we, I'm, we I'm sure we could set something. I'll up, go from the streets, man. Out. Yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> Marcelo Zuna is a free agent. He's gonna get, a, I think, a good chunk of money though. Like he's one of those guys that because he's yeah he's playing hot for Atlanta right now. He's, yeah, he's he one of nearly won the fire. triple crown in the NL. So right. So pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Michael Brantley is one that I think you could take a look at because he's a really good veteran. He would help that lineup. He's good defensively. Yeah. I don't hate it. There's well, obviously guys out he's there. He's in the AL it's too. Just, like he's used to being in the AL exactly. side. Already. He's been there for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the bigger look is at the starting pitching because you have guys like uh, like Bauer, like I mentioned, um, Paxton's out there, Tanaka's mm-hmm. out there, the ghost of Jake Arrieta is out there. <laughs> Um, a couple other Cole Hamels not really worth it. Like there's a, there's a few names out there, anyways. Strowman's out there, which is that'd be hilarious. That would be so funny to bring him back. There's there's just there's some names out there, and I think your goal right now is to bring in a one or two starter. And I think yeah, I was gonna say though that you don't need to get like you know a couple pitchers. You realistically need one because let's not forget like you know Shoemaker's here. He's proven that he can. He can throw some. Oh, is he really? Yeah, Shoemaker. They might bring him back though. I think he wants to come back. He seems he seems back, yeah. really positive about this team. Yep. Um, but you are potentially losing Shoemaker, Anderson, uh, Ray, Taiwan, all to free agency right now. Okay, but you have you have Pearson. Mm-hmm. You have um, the rotation right now looks like Ryu Trent Pearson. Thornton, Thornton back might injury. not pitch next year. I don't know. His arm's pretty fucked. I think he got oh, Tommy really? John. Um. Who else is in there? Stripling's there. Okay. You still have Roark, which wasn't great this year, but he's still a serviceable uh, pitcher. I don't hate. Yeah, it. you're gonna. I feel like the you gotta have some confidence that they're gonna bring one to maybe two of those guys back, right? Because yeah. those are a lot of names, and especially like names that you put trust in in, in big situations, right? I wouldn't be yep. surprised if they made a push for for Shoemaker and Ray, just given the fact that they pitched. Yep. I think Taiwan's one you have to. I think Taiwan needs to be your number one target. I think Taiwan was the best of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's your he easily slots in as your number two starter next year, and then maybe Nate Pearson. But like he could even go and, like if you get an, on the if you get an arm in the offseason. This season, is which... so ideally right now you're looking at like if you don't sign the big fish in the market, you can get Ryu, Taiwan, Pearson, and then a combination of like Shu. Hatch, uh, Merriweather, K, mm-hmm. uh, um, maybe Ray. If you bring him back to like, there's there's a few names that you could fill out. But if you do end up going to get that big fish, then you say say it's uh, James Paxton. We'll go. You get uh, Ryu at the top, James Paxton two. You've now pushed uh, Taiwan down to three, and right. Nate Pearson is now your four starter. Right, which that, that sounds pretty. Phenomenal because Nate yeah. Pearson in game two was dominant and he was out there throwing 101 miles an hour. He had five strikeouts and six batters. Hmm. Just incredible work from the guy. Right. So if he can continue that as a starter, like you're looking, then you have this, you have this depth behind you. They, they don't want to have Hatch and Merriweather or K in the bullpen anymore. So they're going to be okay. transitioned back to starters next year. And that's, if you have those a, three as a tough depth, transition, though, I think to go back. Yeah. 
So but they were they were brought them. up as starters. So right. I mean, but I think you need them pushed towards that that five position, you know. And that's no, I that's don't think any bringing. of them come in as your five starter, right? Because you'll probably have Roark as your five starter, which okay. it may not look great this year. But Roark can pitch. He he just needs to figure it out. But if you have any of that, if that's your five, you still have you will have Hatch in the in AAA. You'll have K. You'll have uh, Merriweather. You'll have who else is in that yeah. group. Robbie Ray, if you bring him back, Ross Stripling still here. He could be your five guy. He's getting older though. Like, I don't know if I get. Yeah, but he's we'll as your five starter. I'm yeah, okay with it. Absolutely. Um, there's obviously options. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they do from here out. Do right. you want to talk about game two? <laughs> I think game two was a a big surprise for me. Yeah, man, we I had so much confidence the last show we did. I'm yeah. like. For you game, you have the better matchup on paper every day of the week. I don't know. Maybe, like, do you think at any point that, that Ryu was kind of pissed off? Not even pissed off about it, but kind of, like, just, like, out of his, his rhythm and out of his his head a little bit because of the fact that he wasn't game one starter. And I know that, you know, it's, it's a team game and everyone's going to buy in. But at the same time, like, if you're expected to be the one and then you're, like, you put him in a game where he like needs to like he can't make any mistakes no you have to be perfect i think if the rumors are true and he asked to get the extra day then obviously the story's moot but if he didn't and it was just charlie montoyo's plan to throw ryu in game two so that he has that day in the middle where he doesn't use the extra day though because like it's to me like we i think we were wrong when or maybe i was wrong when i said charlie morton was gonna be game two yeah they did they changed it up yeah tyler glasnow came out game two and like you said, like they weren't hitting great, but they're in Tampa, where Tampa wins a lot of games. Yeah, we and don't. I think it, right, we do not. And no. I think it at bringing him in for that game too, like to be the game like that you need to win. And there's no like there's no chance for mistakes, right? And all of a sudden, it was like there was bases loaded. Yeah, and there and was then, obvious there was obviously something wrong with him because like his velocity wasn't there, and that's the big no. tell that like his arm just wasn't with him that day and yeah. he could not hit his spots for the most part. He didn't get hit hard for the most part other than that, uh, Renfro home run and the uh, Zunino home run. Most of the like, hits were like cheeky little ground balls or would you say that was like a hard hit though, for being in like a dome and in, in Tampa, like Ren- wasn't... Renfro shit on his, but the, right. the Zunino one was meh. I, I didn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a big, they weren't line drives. They were like, no. Renfro's was Renfro's was a shot. Zunino's was kind of Renfro's like a really towering fly ball that got out. Yeah. Other than that, though, it was just like little flares that got in or little singles through the infield, and just like he didn't really get hit hard. Also, he, you could just tell he didn't have his miss missing also bat be- stuff before that Renfro home run. Um, mm-hmm. Bo Bichette boots a ball for the second time Twice. in the game. Twice. Yeah. Both with two outs. Both right. could have got you out of the inning. So you could have been completely out of that inning. And that was tough. It's like, it. It kind of gets. It's if you're Ryu and you kind of get that pitch right to your shortstop and you like breathe that sigh of like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. But then that happens and you're like, it's Holy hard. Crap. It's yeah, hard. Like that, it's, it's hard it's to come hard back on both sides. That. It's hard on everybody, right? You could see how it's, his face and how how upset he was because of it. Yeah, it's really easy it to point him. fingers at Ryu and say like, oh, he didn't do the job. But there's just so many little plays, like even. If Bo makes that play in the inning before, you're now a batter ahead of what you were in inning two. It's a completely different lineup you have to face there, and you don't even end up getting to Renfro because there's, it's just 
you get to that spot, right? And then sure. even if he makes one of the first, you have that one in the second. If you get out of that inning, you're only down three. And I have faith in this lineup to put out three runs on any given day. But they were pretty not. Other than I mean, Danny Jansen, they Danny were not. Danny Jansen decided he's not losing his spot next year. That Alejandro kid can sit down because yeah. he went off. He's going <laughs> to bomb it. Yeah, he's oh. like, no, guys, I, I can hit. I, I really like Jano. I, I wish he would sucks. stick. That sucks to come into your playoffs and say our best hitter was Danny Jansen. When you have names like, you know, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, yeah. like just nobody really hit well. No, and it's, nobody hit consistently. It was all like they'd have a hit, but they never have hits in the same inning. Right. Like just Cavan had that one double, and outside of that, he was not seeing the ball well. Didn't oh. play very well. It just it happened, man. Like just the whole team. Just you know what? They're they're young, and it was their first taste of postseason. It's a good experience. Yep. For a team that's that's veteran based, I think, and. Especially with you know Blake Snell coming out game one and doing what Blake Snell does, and those guys in the in the bullpen too, like they they play matchup based bullpen. They don't say like you know no. this is your guy here, this is your here. Like they say this is our matchup. Here's how we're gonna throw you out there. Anybody can come up in a save opportunity. Anybody can come up in you know yeah, whatever they, inning we we call for them. They have seven or eight guys that can just get the job done. It's it's and not, they're not they're not huge names either. They're just no. they know how to match up very well. No. Nick and Anderson might have been is. one of the best relievers in baseball, and I didn't even really hear about him until no. the end of the year when we had to play. Right. It's, right. it's crazy. They just they do an incredible job with that team. And yeah. that, I mean, that's, it's, that's it's all it is. Lose we them, got beat by the best team right? in the AL. Yeah, and that's okay to say. And I think it's – I looking back now, I think it's hilarious how many people were saying we should just lose that last game to try and play Tampa. And I'm like, Tampa is not the matchup anyone wants right now. Like, Ooh. who wants to play that pitching staff? Why, I, why would you want to play the top team? It doesn't matter that what, what, they, what you think they are. They're, they're the top team this year. Exactly. Whether you have familiarity with them or not, they're still the best team in the AL. And they were amazing at home, and yes. you know that they're going to play at home for all the and games. didn't matter if you were game three. In the they're all there. And then they don't move to your – like, they don't move stadiums until now, right? Like, oh, exactly. So why are you wanting to face them at home? Why are you yeah. wanting to take on that beast when they it were, was, what, 20 and 9? I, I thought like, that was strange. Ridiculous. I heard it from everyone, though. Like, it wasn't just, like, a couple people. Like, everyone seemed to be like, yeah, we want the Rays. I think it's just because they're familiar with the Rays and they're like, oh, we can we can beat the Rays. I've seen us play good against the Rays. Where, mm-hmm. like, I, I would have been okay facing Cleveland, especially with how Shane Bieber looked. He looked a little bit more like Justin Bieber than Shane Bieber in game one. That was a tough go. Like, you know what? Yes, Shane Bieber, dominant all year long, but playoffs are a different beast, man, and it showed against the playoffs. And you know what? I think this playoffs proved that if you've been there once before, you know you can get there again. It doesn't matter where you came in this season. It was a weird season. You know, you make it. You take that extra extra spot if you need, that extra wild card spot, and you you run with it. Yeah. Now it's like... I think all the regular names are there. Yeah, we're looking at almost all the teams you thought would be here. Excuse On me. the AL They're side, they're all here. I would say the AL. I don't side know, but the NL exactly. side, the NL side's a little. The NL yeah. that's a little different, but only one yeah. team. I think other than that, like the Astros. Right. Actually, the Astros one was kind of strange. Given their history, it's not. But no, given, given their, the Minnesota, Minnesota Twins too, so so JD doesn't play in that series. Yeah. They were and in a tough spot. They 
they looked like ass everywhere else. Like, just nobody was... I think Nelson Cruz was still being Nelson Cruz, but everybody else just dropped off. Dropped off. And yeah. Houston was, was not afraid to be Houston. Jorge Polanco, too, he had that error in Game 1 that right. pretty much cost them the game. Yep. And, like, it's tough. It was a tough series. But other than that, like, the Yankees, you, you kind of, like, I picked the Indians, but, like, the Yankees are always the Yankees. They can win you yeah. series, and they've done it in the past. The A's... I didn't think would beat the White Sox, but they were the second best team in the AL, right? Yeah, they're it's expected. Um, and then the Rays. You expected the Rays to be there because they're they're better than the Jays. Yeah, as soon as you knew better, absolutely. Once I saw that matchup, everybody everybody picked Rays. Yep, <laughs> I uh, think you didn't, but that's okay. No, I picked the Jays for fun. They didn't make it. Um, the, going on to the NL side, how fun was the Padres Cardinals series? Oh my god, that game too was Holy. just like fuck. Like I every text, time I, I, was, think I texted you and it was four nothing, right? And I'm like, yeah, right. I guess our uh, our Padres pick looks like shit, right? And no sooner you, did they just all of a sudden turn on the Jets. You can't count those bats out. No, That's it was crazy because when I texted you, uh, Fernando Tatis had struck out with the bases loaded, right. and I'm like, this kid is doing nothing. Like he wasn't and great then... in game one. Wasn't great in the beginning of game two, and then all of a sudden, you just give him one more chance, and here we go. The Cardinals just kept giving them opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, which is... And it's not like you're giving opportunities to the bottom of their lineup and guys that can't hit or something. You're giving opportunities to to Fernando Tatis Jr. Manny Machado Machado or Will Myers, guys that can hurt you. Will Myers gets absolutely buried in that lineup as a hitter. And Eric Hosmer has come around at points too, mm-hmm. but that's what I mean. Like they just like put people there that just kind yeah. of buries Will. And then Will Myers he pimped too with Fernando. Like they just both were like gone. Unbelievable. And the best thing was was every time off the bat, it wasn't even like a oh is it going? It was like this thing is yeah. crushed. I just yeah. read you like the child's book that you are pitching up there. <laughs> it was crazy. It was really funny because James Shields tweets out near the end of that game, and he goes, "Boy, what what an impact I've had on this game because he was traded for both Tatis and Will Myers. <laughs> That's <laughs> so tough. both players he got traded for had a combined four home runs, and I think That's it was some tough. eight RBIs, something like that. <laughs> eight That's or nine terrible. RBIs in the game. That's yeah, it's deal. it was funny. Got it. Got a feel for the guy, but." What a fun team that is, man. I, I yeah. hate a handful of players on that team, but like as a whole, dude, they just don't just give up. That they're like, bats. They don't they can you can never count them out. That they no, just showed that. Like no, and Fernando Tatis Tatis is an absolute electric factory. Dude. And just everything like he hits that home run and you could just feel the vibe. Just I know that's exactly why you started the the last segment that we're gonna talk about. Yep, I know that's exactly why. Because as soon as you, as soon as I saw that down there, I was like, I know exactly what we're doing. Like, without a doubt, I knew he's, exactly. He's the most fun player in baseball. I'm sorry, there's nobody else. And it's like, there's a lot of guys that have a lot of fun playing the game, right. and I really like the way they play the game. But none of them are Fernando Tatis. I'm oh sorry, God. and it's just we've talked about him time after time, he and just, oh, it's incredible. He looks so good out there. He's so good, and he's he just, just does so like that bat flip. Some people are trying to compare it to Bautista. I think that's very incorrect, but it's still sick. It's and it's like, hyped up there. Can you imagine if there was a crowd though, right? Like you're, uh, they would have been out there, out there rockers. They they'd be on the field. 
Right. They would have been running on the field. I would have been running on the field. <laughs> that would have been insane. It was unbelievable. And like what he does for that team and what he does for the game, it's it's incredible. We'll bring up we'll bring that up a little bit later too, because we have a couple more games to go over. We might as well just talk about the next round. Shout out to the Marlins for starters. Yes. Just they have never lost a series in franchise history, which is incredible. <laughs> they are now, what is it, nine and nine and oh throughout the Look at uh, them go. Throughout series in the postseason, two two World it. Series championships and a oh, first round win against a team I didn't really give them much of a chance against, and no. they had to face you, Darvish, Darvish, and they didn't do much for a while, but they did just enough to beat them. But you, Darvish, great. pitched well. It was it was the aftermath, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was the it was the pitchers that came in for you, Darvish, and that's yeah. that's what a lot of that was. And then it's also I think most of it, like nothing to take away from Miami, but the Cubs really beat themselves like yeah. Baez, Bryant and Rizzo all hit, I think under 200. Yeah, they weren't good. They just the like, team, and, and Craig Kimbrell like, wasn't good either. Like Craig Kimbrell. No, and you good, tip but... your hat to Miami. Like, like there's nothing to take yeah. away from what they did. And if you're going to make three of their stars do that, then you're going to win every fucking series. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to win. Sixto every... Sanchez, man, had an incredible game to yes. start. Like I, I looked at that matchup. I'm like, Oh, you Darvish is going. Then I saw Sixto on the other side. I'm like, was he, just he quietly like I know the the baseball guys like if you're a true baseball guy you kind of knew about Sixto Sanchez but this is a kid that you didn't really hear about league wide. I think he's like 23. Yeah, just came in and he was great he every time he had to pitch. At like 99, like yeah. 90. I saw him throw 99 a whole bunch of times and I was like, wow. Yeah, and that's tough. Really good. And this is your game two guy. Like, it, they did great. And tip your hat to Don Mattingly. He took a team of absolute scrubs and replaced them and with just, bigger scrubs. Right, maybe part way through the year, and brought them to the playoffs and won a round. So yeah. shout out to the Marlins for everything they've done this year and what they've had to overcome. However, no, no shout outs to the Cardinals because they're a bunch of scumbags, and I'm <laughs> glad they're out. I don't care what they had to overcome; they didn't do it that way. They yeah. just waited for other guys to get back. Scumbags, every one of them. I think one so team bad. that I'm I'm sad to see go was the Reds, but I'm I'm also <laughs> happy to see the Braves. Like that was one of my like you know I I, I like the Braves team. I really like the Braves, but I do like the Braves. But the Reds pitching staff should have won the World Series. Like, how do you have three of the best pitchers in baseball right now and you're done in two games? Trevor they didn't score Bauer, a run. Trevor Bauer could get, could get paid. Yeah. Huge. 22 innings, they couldn't score a run. Right. 22 innings. That's just Atlanta, embarrassing. Like, Atlanta Trevor Bauer is... went out, nutted up, and dominated game one for you, and you couldn't put up a run in 14 innings or whatever it was. Like, come on. I don't think he goes back because of that. I would, to be honest. I wouldn't get me someone that can hit runs. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. uh, The race go through Dodgers. We don't even need to talk about that. Was a given. Clayton Kershaw though was incredible. I hope he gets that monkey off his back because they're going to need it. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no easy round from here on out because here's what's going to happen. You're going to you're obviously facing the Padres right now. Yep. And then good chance you're going to go see the Braves. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, what is that? Braves and Marlins. Hey, man, don't count out the Marlins. They're undefeated. I'm not count out the Marlins, but the Braves just. <laughs> but it's more hit. more likely they to hit. be the Braves than it is. The they Marlins. hit Freddie Freeman, Marcelo Zuna. Like, it just it keeps going. You know what I mean? Yeah, the team's Dan's responsive when he wants to hit. Mm-hmm. Aldo's yeah. when he wants to hit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's probably gonna be the Braves. They but, like it. I, it sucks because you're listening to Curtin Clayton Kershaw pitch the entire time and constantly it's just like oh his playoff career hasn't been that great maybe this is the game that gets him out of it and that seems to be 
the conversation around Clayton Kershaw is that he used to be not good. But I think he's starting to get past that. Like last year, he right. was good in the playoffs, other than that one blip. Or the year before, he was good. This year, he's that start. He went eight shutout and, innings with what and twelve. We all have to remember right that this is usually this is not usually the time that playoffs come rolling like rolling around in the amount of games. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're like not, he's not used to playing games that matter that everybody much. Everybody is in full swing. This is when everybody is at their peak. Yeah. And making a push for their MVP votes and all that good shit. Like, so you could have expect that you were going to see the absolute best out of anybody because they're just like, this is half a season. Yeah. He was great. I yeah. love it. Um, let's go. Let's do some predictions for this next round. How, how about predictions? Yeah, was... we might as well. I'll uh, get the games up here. Uh, Houston, Oakland. Oh, my God, Oakland. I don't even want to say anything about Houston. But is it best you know of what? five or is it best of seven? Oh, I thought you would know, to be honest. I, I sitting, thought I would know, too, but I forget. I was sitting here like, he's going to get this. Um, okay, but either standing way. Standing Yeah. You, I, yeah, sorry. You can just talk while I figure it out. I don't know if I want to pick Houston <laughs> because so I just best don't. Of five. Best of five. Okay, so we're back. I want to say. I don't want to pick Houston either. I, <laughs> I want to say Oakland in five. I want to say Oakland in two because <laughs> I don't want to see the Houston Astros even win the amount. I think they're going. I want to see them lose games. less than they deserve. I think I they're going all five games. Team. Yeah, but they're going to go all five games. They're going to they're going to go to the to the final game, and I think it's going to be Oakland in five Did games. Did you see the comments that Carlos Correa made? No. Oh man, I don't I care. I'm not gonna pull him up. But he was just talking about like, oh, a lot of people want to hate on the Astro or uh, hate on us right now. Well, look where we are. It's like shut the fuck up. He like loves they don't hate on you because you're a bad team. They hate on you because no. you're absolute scum. The only thing that they have going for them is that there are no fans showing up to wherever they go to to make them feel like. And can you imagine how bad they would be even if they, they have records like They're that? Bad without fans. Like imagine having to face that every day. Oh. I hope America just said, "Fuck it, let the fans go," and they go, and they I'm boo them if, so mercilessly. So if they make was it twenty five percent. Didn't they sell uh, playoff tickets? Uh, yeah, they, I don't know what the. I know it's like at least ten thousand people. So like, if right. you end up making it to the championship series, and they get to face some fans, I am really excited for that. They are gonna get fucking booed. Yep, I'm so excited. For but that. you know what? They're not making it past this round. I, the Oakland. I A's. really hope they don't. The Oakland A's to me didn't win round one though. Like no. I think the Chicago White Sox lost round one. Like they tried to galaxy brain their first move by pulling Dane Dunning in game three after 15 pitches. And even though he wasn't really that bad. And then Garrett Crochet got hurt in inning two while he was dealing. Mm-hmm. And then you lose, um, Eloy Jimenez after he doubles. And it's just like the team, the team just kind of ran out of people. Like they didn't have anyone. It kind of sucked, but okay. Well, I think they're starting. So the A's are starting, Chris Bassett. Okay. I've heard the name. Isn't he a bullpen guy, though? I don't know. Chris is a bullpen arm, And then but... Sean Manaya. Manaya's a good arm. I like it. Game two. Yeah. So Lance we McCullers can... Jr. will go for the Astros. <laughs> and then Framber Valdez. No Zach Granke. In game one or two? No. <laughs> Bold play. I mean, I get it, but you've also had three day, four days off, no? Three? All right. When did they last play? That was they swept, right? <clears throat> so that was uh, Tuesday. So they six days in between games, and you're mm-hmm. not going to use Zach Greinke? No, game, 
There hey, might be something respect wrong. it. I hope you lose in three. Uh, I'm taking <laughs> A's in four. Okay, A's in five. All right. I should probably write these down because I That's okay. I think we can run that. We're, 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 we're smart guys. We're smart guys. I know <laughs> I'm going to say A's. I know who I'm always going to say. Yeah. Don't I mean, do it. Gotta... While we're talking, I can do it. Yeah, you write, you write it down. I'll bring up the next. Yankees Rays. Oh, my God. Is it bad I want to say the Yankees? So the Yankees went two and eight against the Rays this year. Really? Yeah. But the Yankees are now healthy? Yeah, but the Yankees were healthy when they played the Rays, too. Where are they playing? Uh, Texas? Okay. Arizona. One of the two. Either Texas if, or Arizona. I don't know if home field really matters anymore. <laughs> it does not. It's, it's a bubble situation now. So that's Right. So that's what I'm saying. The Yankees are kind of hot. Yep. The Yankees just took out one of the who we thought was one of the best Pitching. I thought they were going to the World Series. The Indians. Right. I thought it was going to be Indians and Dodgers in the World Series. I think that they're better on paper. The Indians were than the Rays. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think the top end. Actually, maybe not even. Dude, that. Dude, you have I, Shane Bieber. Like you would take Bieber tip, over, over Blake. Bay has like twenty-eight guys that are the exact same person. Okay, right. Whereas the Indians, you, like, if you, you have series a, versus a, Cleveland. Cleveland versus the Rays, you would have taken Cleveland. Because we took Cleveland over the Yankees. And the Yankees, the Yankees just swept them and made them look dumb. Yeah. When you match it up, like, so Cleveland's lineup outside of Ramirez and Lindor, there's not a lot of anything no. there. They're Josh the Naylor was. Josh but they had to carry, carry Carlos Santana. Like, he had like a 211 and like a 28. Like, it was whoa. He was slap Tana. <laughs> Uh, like Shane Bieber, obviously a great pitcher. I guess Plezak didn't get it done. Was Plezak game two? Who who pitched game two? Carrasco? No. I thought Carrasco had game. Whatever. Either way, whoever was in game two didn't get it done. No, Bieber had game one. Yeah. So Carrasco had game two. I thought Carrasco was supposed to go game three. I don't know, man. I know they lost. Either way, like I checked the I, highlights, but so they they just got pumped. Like the it was... one thing, the one thing that can beat hot hitting is really good pitching, and that's kind of what the Rays have, as we mentioned. I think it's going to be a great series. It's an it's a problem though, going that many good hitters, and you forget some, right? Like you got to face Judge Stanton, home run leading Luke, Luke. Boyd. DJ LeMay, who, who gets on every bat at bat. Gio there. Urshela, who comes alive yeah. in the play. Like, he's he just, hot as hell now, too. Like, he right. came in on as hell. Dude, you're just... You're Labor Torres looks good again. Yes. And then you go to their bullpen. Or yeah, not their bullpen, I'm, sorry. Like, yeah, their bullpen, but then they're starting pitching. Like, you have Tanaka. Yeah. I don't disagree with performs. you. But to me, out, after Garrett Cole, I think Garrett Cole obviously takes a nod in right. the matchup with Blake Snell. Right. But after that, I so don't have a lot of faith in Masahiro Tanaka right now. Against the Jays. Who? Tyler Glasnow was, was, was right. oh, Yeah. Right. These are guys that can hit, and these are guys that hit hard and are experienced hitters, and they're deep. They're just they're the Yankees. They're they're not a, yeah. they're not a pushover yeah. team. It doesn't matter that in the season they were two and eight. They're in the playoffs right now and they just swept and they're meeting the Rays and they think that they have every chance to make it to the World Series. Yeah. And they're, you know what? I'm gonna take Rays in five, but you could very easily convince me Yankees in three, because I, <laughs> you never know with that lineup which one shows up. 
And <gasps> you never know with the Rays bullpen and their starting rotation, which, like like I said, Glasnow didn't look good. I'm going to say could be good. Yankees in four. Who knows? Yankees in four? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking that they're going to maybe lose one game. Okay. Well, so yeah, those are just... the two AL series. Um, we kind of already touched on this, but the Marlins and Braves. Yeah, dude, you know what's kind of shitty, though? I just want to say, like, Braves in three, and that, that's going to suck. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't see the Marlins taking a game off the Braves. It's so tough. Unless, like, those the same pitching woes that we saw from the Braves last year mm-hmm. kind of come back in. Because that's not, let's not forget, they don't have Mike Soroka. No. This is so yeah. like you're in, and this is in the last round and they dominated. Just, I don't know. Max Fried looked really good. Okay. But we've also seen Max Fried look really bad. I don't know, man. It's just, I know that I'm just that I just don't like, I, I don't think it's going to be a three game series by any means. I think the Marlins really? have earned the respect to say it goes at least four. I think that because you've listed this nine and oh stat, yeah, and that I'm they were just like so hot. I think the Braves are going to come in and go. All right, here's three losses. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say Braves in four. Okay. Um, what do you think in three? Yeah, I think this is my sweep series. <laughs> okay. I like to do a sweep series every every All round. Right. I, think, I, 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 I I don't disagree with you. I I don't if. It would have been Braves and Marlins in the first round of the same amount of games that we have right now. I probably would have said Braves in three. But I just I watched that Marlins team play and I think they're they're nothing to shake a stick at. I think they can steal a game at some point. Dude, but they're not that they're not winning the series. And I don't have that much faith in them win I hope I eat every one of those words because it's Honestly, so much cooler of a story. All these words, then then Miami's going all the way. Like then I'm I'm a hopping on the wagon, but <laughs> They're beating Dodgers or Padres. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Dodgers, Padres, I think it's the best series of the bunch. I I think this I, is going to be the closest. I think it's going to be the most entertaining. I think it's going five. I don't have a goddamn clue who's going to win it. Okay, I would have said that if you asked me before these this last round started. Yeah, I would have told you that it could have been anybody's series. I think because that last round, the Dodgers are not going to let you back in games the way that the Cardinals did. No, but the and Dodgers that is also the biggest thing to worry. Dodgers bats weren't phenomenal, and they faced a team that was under five hundred this year that has no pitching. But they're the Dodgers bats. They are the Dodgers, <laughs> and there's always that. But it's also the postseason Dodgers, right? Who you never know. Like Mookie Betts, always going to be Mookie Betts. I yeah, have faith unreal. in that man every time I he steps that, on the field. That Turner is going to be Turner again. Yeah, there's a chance. Just... Like we're talking about a team that scored four runs in game one. But this uh, is a year that they got back Corey Seager, who's been dynamite. Like I always say, and yeah. now he's he's in a playoff position, right? Yeah. Like they. I don't think that this is. I don't know. Like that's what I mean, though. And in the pitching, the Padres, and, the Padres pitching though, didn't I think, really. Well, here's the thing: is I think a lot of the Padres' success right now has to do on whether or not they get Clevenger. And Lamette back because Jenison Lamette was their ace. I think I said last time they wouldn't, but they I think they both will. They're both expected to be on this roster. See, that's a big thing for me because like if if they get Lamette and Clevenger back and you have the same team that just played and just won a game with nine relievers, may I mention, in nine innings. Right. 
I could see them taking the series. I but if you don't have both of those two, I think you can have one and it'd be close, but I think you need both to win the series. And if they don't have both of them back, I don't like I'm their chances. I'm pretty chance. sure that they do. I think that I'm trying to look right now and I don't see them on the injury report. Okay. So I think that both of them are in fact back. Okay, it says they're still waiting on still waiting on a report. On a status update. They might sit versus the Dodgers as of yeah. two hours ago. But another one says they may return against Dodgers. So there is nothing. There's nothing wrong here. This is like when you're playing fantasy football and some dude is questionable and you're like, what in the fuck does questionable yeah, mean? I, I don't know. Is he in or is he out? Can I start him? Can I not? He's doubtful. I hate that call too. He's doubtful. doubtful. But like he can play. still be in there. And then you play. This is exactly that situation. We're playing yeah. fantasy ball and they're not telling us what the hell is going on with these two. No. So uh Chase Jace Tingler Tingler, holy, said uh each one is day to day. That's a name. So it's like feels like each one will take a half step forward and another step or another half step forward and then half step back. So it's like I, I don't know, man. Like this I'm is going- honestly not a Series I can predict until that happens, but I'm going. I'm going Dodgers in four. I think that that doesn't say anything about the series. I think the series is going to be close, but I think that I think that it's just going to be Dodgers in four, and that's that's the the experience. Like six five games, but they're going to win it. Yeah, they're all going to be like I think their last game was seven five, right? I think like they played that in September, so like they're they're going to be close. They're going to be high scoring, probably like more often than not. I don't think that pitching, you know, obviously when you see Clayton Kershaw, if he's going to deal again, then sure. But we've also seen bad Clayton Kershaw. And this is a, mm-hmm. a lineup that you have to tip your hat to who just continues to hit. Yeah. So I, I think that, but I, I just think the Dodgers are, they're too talented. They're too, they're too deep. There are too many names that just can hit and continue to prove them. They can do that in the playoffs. Yeah. I, my opinion has been, Varying this entire time we've been talking about this I segment. I can see it. There's there's I, a lot burdening in I, mind right like, now. E- oh, man, they're so good. Like the Dodgers, incredible team up and down. I think if San Diego's healthy, they have a chance to win it. But because even if Clevenger and Lamette come back, they're probably not going to be healthy enough to be that's what they full. are. Yeah, that's, no. and that's a, like Mike Clevenger hasn't seen the Dodgers in the playoffs. No. Right? Let's not forget, like, he has been an, an AL side. and This sucks. The NL is I got, I'm like, going to say Dodgers in five. Okay. I, 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 it could also be Dodgers in three, depending on, <laughs> depending on how. You know, it could be Dodgers like, in we need four. Chris, if Chris Paddock isn't good, I don't right. have a lot of faith in Zach Davies, and I definitely don't have faith in a bullpen game. No. So, but yeah, that's why I think it's just it's it's close. But the Dodgers are probably going to take game one too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to throw out Walker Bueller. They're going to throw out Clayton Kershaw. Yep, they're probably going to get those games. Clayton Kershaw has got confidence now. Let's not forget, he just like he he did just dominate. He just he dominated, he and did. I get it. You can say whatever about the but the team they played, but the team they played made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Brewers, yeah, are you're right. You're right. So. We'll see. I think San Diego's right in that hot streak where they just they're at the top of the world right now and mm-hmm. everyone in San Diego is letting them know it. So who knows? They could just ride that wave and just dominate with the bats in game one and two. You don't know. Yeah. No one knows. 
Uh, it's going to be a fun series, though. It's going to be, be I'm it's, really excited for this round. This is going to be those the same old boys versus the, like the new kids on the block. You know, like it's going to be fun, if you will. Yep. Oh, fun. Speaking fun. of fun, fun, I wanted to do a little activity because, as we, we mentioned, we are fun we are watching guys. the most fun guy in baseball. But but like, we are fun guys. We too. like to have fun. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We like to watch teams that have fun. So what this we're going to do. Because I think it's obvious that Fernando Tatis Jr. is the most fun player in baseball. And I I love everything he does. So what we're going to do is to give some other guys some respect. Do you you have a jersey? Uh, I feel like you should get a jersey. I'm going to make sweaters for this. I'm actually going to create a design for the website that we're going to start to sell. Okay. Keep your eyes open. Looks pretty sick. But, yeah, keep those things open. Try Yeah. So we want to just kind of give a little bit of respect for the rest of the uh, ball players around the league to play the game the right way, if you will, and have a lot of fun with it. So what we're going to do, Brandon and I have both created teams. There's some holdovers on both teams. There's some very different opinions, too. Yeah, so we have two teams. Uh, We're going to fill out a roster of the players we think are the the MLB all-fun team, if you will. Not necessarily the best, not necessarily the worst. No, not necessarily guys that are just going to win you World Series every year, but the guys that go out there, play the game, what we consider the right way, and have a lot of fun. I kind of went two ways as well on it. Okay. Because you you had posed it like the guys who just like have fun, who like don't give a shit about the rules. So, you know right. what I mean? There's some guys that are just having fun being, yep. being the enemy, and there's some guys who are having fun being the good old baseball player that they are. Okay. And I think that's what was like really fun about this, okay. this question. It was it's it was an interesting activity once I actually started to get to it because yeah. there's there's three or four names that everyone's gonna look at and be like that's the guy there's no other starting pitcher that has as much fun as so and so and I think but, if you if you see this and you want to comment some players that we didn't yeah sure didn't by get all means I'll, I'll please, probably clip this post and put it, it on, please argue with probably us gonna you know clip this and make it smaller so if you yeah. guys are listening great thank you let us know your teams in the comments below no matter what social media this is on yeah, man. but yeah without further ado. We'll start with first base, I guess. Who you got at first My base? My first baseman is good old Miguel Cabrera. Okay. I think he, no matter what, has the most fun. He's he talks to everybody at first base. Yeah. He is smiling. He is It's still in Detroit. He doesn't care if you're winning, losing. He's been in Detroit yeah. his entire career. He is just, he's having big, fun. Big prankster guy, too. Like, he just, yeah. like, jokes around with guys in the first. I'll give you that one. I saw you write that down. I'm like, I agree with it. I think he does have a lot of fun. I think he just he enjoys the game of baseball. He enjoys playing it. That's why he keeps playing it. And he he's that old school style of you know what this is my team that I've chosen to now like represent. And I want to you know what I mean when he goes down in the Hall of Fame, he'll mm-hmm. get that that Detroit Tigers patch on it, and he'll be he'll be smiling away. Okay, I don't disagree with you. I think it's a good pick. I had Anthony Rizzo. Okay, because for me they're similar in a way. I think Anthony Rizzo just loves playing the game of baseball. He loves to be out there. There's never not a smile on that guy's face. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, just the way he plays the game is just so much fun. And he just like yeah. loves to go out there and hit and do this and that, yeah, yeah. and just loves to be there. Obviously, he's, he's a had really, a down couple years. But he's a really fun batting stance too. I find he yeah, like it's just it's something about him. <laughs> I got a friend who calls him the Humper because he just kind of like gyrates in the in the air as he's getting ready. He's like, I'm gonna get this yeah. ball. He's got that like he chokes up too, where it's just like just <laughs> rip just it, great. rip it, and go he's ahead. Fun out there, yeah. I just love the way Anthony Rizzo plays the game. So to me, he's yeah. my first baseman. But I, I see yours. I like yours yeah. too. I don't disagree with yours at all. Appreciate it. Second base, I think we had the same guy. 
I had to flex it though because I had okay. like shortstop took the cake for some reason. Apparently, if you're yeah. playing shortstop, you're shortstops are fun. I have three of them on my team. Right. I left out too. Another name I, le- I did leave out was Fra- Francisco Lindor, who always yep. smiles. I who didn't even think of Lindor. But I Lindor I so do much it. Fun. There was just so many guys. <laughs> There's so many shortstops too. Like yeah. uh, I had Javi Baez at two. I moved him over to second. Yeah. Was Javi Baez? Right? He because he's played second. That's fair. I think he flexes over. He's, you know, I mean, I, I kind of bent the rules a little bit because yep. no one else really does flex over there out of the other two shortstops that I have. So, no. But not I, having this just fun. Everything I, I the time, but I remember the time that he went left-handed for a left-handed batter. He did it this or, sorry, year. A pitcher who was, um, who was a position player. Yeah. He flipped yeah, the he did, he did it this year. Hit a bomb. Yeah. Incredible. Because, like, no other player is going to go up there and think, you know what? I've never hit left before. Let's fucking try it. And then yeah. hit lefty in a major and, league ball game. And representing, uh, what was it, Puerto Rico? Yeah. He's tagging guys while he's not even Point. looking. He's pointing. <laughs> like, come on. That There's no one that has, like, like, I love Fernando Tatis. He has the most fun in the game. He's the most fun player to watch. But nobody enjoys the game the way Javi Baez enjoys the game. <laughs> it's it's You can't beat it. Like, he's just... Mm-hmm. Incredible he's, ball player. He makes me laugh constantly. His swing is all in or all out. You either hit it over the wall or it's going to the pitcher. Right. And, and he just, just I love highs. Yeah. He's so I, much I'm fun. That we had he's that an pick. incredible ball player. That's that an good. easy choice. He has to be on your team. Yeah. Uh third base. Oh my god. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I think JD. Yeah, that's fair. Josh Donaldson. Now he has fun being the asshole. Yeah. That is the thing about yeah. He wants to be the bad boy of baseball. And Kicking he, dirt onto the plate because it doesn't actually exist anyway. The blow the whistle game. The blow the whistle game was one of my favorite things thing. I've been a part so, of. So if you ever saw the blow the whistle game, um, the Chicago White Sox, whenever they, I think it was hit a bomb or even get a it hit. It was anytime they had a nice play. The batting would, coach or the coach would, would blow a whistle. Yeah. And JD heard it and he hit a bomb. The and then game. when he, no, no, but he hit a bomb that game. And when he gets on it, he blows oh, he the whistle. he did the blow in the right. And then the next game was the game that you and I went to when we sat in outfield. And we looked at what their walk-up songs were. JD's walk-up song for the first time was Blow the Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Just it shows up. Like, I remember sitting there as the song comes on. I'm like, tell me this is JD. Yes. Sure enough, buddy comes to the plate. Just, oh, just loves being the enemy. Wants to be, and it. it's fun for him, and that gets him just fired up. And I love it. I want yeah. you to be that way, man. Yeah, that's why I like. I, I that's why I fell in love with you as a J. Yeah, you I, brought that that swagger that the team needed, and you continue to do it even no matter what team you're on. And that's why at least that's why at least one team will always pay him. You know what I mean? Like they love what yeah. he brings. Oh, yeah. The attitude. He's just a wise. good guy to have on your team, right? I do love your pick, and yeah. he would be on my bench because I I. I really wanted to pick him, but I figured I'd be a little different with things. Okay. I went to the same team, actually. But I went to a guy that didn't really play a lot this year. (laughs) Because JD came in. (laughs) But I went with noted fan favorite, Williams (laughs) Acidio. Because that guy is the most turtle-looking man you'll ever see. Just so funny. But he plays everything. And he plays everything okay. But he's just so fun. Like, he's just round player he does the job he's a catcher he plays third he can play outfield he's not fast but he tries to make himself look fast he's got that flowing curly locks he gets the balls 
He gets, he gets the balls. There was a play last year he made on third where he ran all the way to the wall, basically in left field, and made the catch at the wall. Incredible. He's just so much fun, and I could not I think not have him on the list. fun for us as well. You yeah. know, as much as it's he's fun, <laughs> we that's fine. I couldn't even take that pick away from you. You know, I agree with great. that. He's not a very good ball player. And like I said, I'm not trying to win the World Series with this no. team. I'm just trying to have maximum fun. And for me, right. Williams Astudio does it. All right. So shortstop, like this is a given. Yep. I don't think if you have anyone else on your list, you're wrong. But if you weren't listening to our podcast, <laughs> we've mentioned it numerous times. But it's Number. for both of us. It's Fernando Tatis Jr. I don't think we need to say much on him. If if you want to say something, you can. But I we have mentioned him. We have praised his bat flipping abilities. He hits grand slams on three zero counts. He steals when, third with two outs on the same guy become, he did it against. When do we become so offended at? I don't know at, at rivalry, showmanship like that. Like like bring that in the game. You guys are the best of the best. Yeah. You were MLB baseball players. Like yeah. if you were gonna bitch and complain because somebody pimped your ball out there, you know what you do? You go pitch back out the next inning and you pitch better. You strike pitch him out better. If you don't, you don't like it. And pitch better and tell him to take a base or yep. whatever. You yep. fucking get out there and you pitch better the next time. I love it. Guys like fucking tagging up on fly balls the I second baseman. He scoring. doesn't care. Yeah. He just, just does so he plays, but he plays the win. I, love I just I love so many things about that guy. Agreed. It's great. Fucking moving great. on. Because yeah, so there's our infield. Um no, no. No? Oh, catcher. I missed the catching spot. I had that in the wrong spot. That's okay. uh, who do you got a catcher? I got Sally Perez. Yeah, that's fair. I Originally, I had him, and I think I, Sal's a great guy. I think he just, every time I picture him up to bat, I think he's smiling. You know, I like that. He's that's got a time. wicked arm. Yeah. <laughs> he's not much of a runner, and yet, you know, he finds himself on first. He chugs away. He just goes. He plays. Yeah. He's been part of great Royals teams. He's been part of bad Royals teams. He's just been... Been Sally, like he, he tore his ACL trying to carry his own luggage, yep. <laughs> which I thought was Don't hilarious. Do that. <laughs> Don't if you're in the majors, why are you carrying your luggage for starters? Sally, but if you're listening to this, point. call me up. I'll carry your luggage. <laughs> Don't okay. even worry about it. Buddy, you want to hire me to carry your luggage? I'll carry your luggage. You pay for the flight. I'm there. Carry whatever you want to carry. But yeah, he is a great guy. I don't disagree with that pick. My pick, similar to what we just did on third third base, my pick's more of like doesn't mind being the enemy a little bit. And it's Wilson Contreras. Yeah, I think Wilson Contreras has an absolute hose of an arm. He does so he throws out group. so many guys, and it's just fun to see him do that. And he plays mm-hmm. great defense as a cat. Then he hits nukes, and he does it with such flair that it's just like, yeah, I like Wilson Contreras. Not the best. I, I had him as the best catcher in baseball up until the beginning of this year because I think Real Muto's passed him now. I think he's the best catcher in baseball, but yeah, I still bad. put I still put Wilson top three. Yeah. I. What he can do just all around in the game, I think he's really good at it. And he doesn't mind being hated a little bit. He's got that swagger to him. He's got that attitude where it's just like, beat me, I dare you. And it's just, yep. it's really fun. I like it. No, I agree. I like that pick. Now we're done the infield. All right. Uh, did You didn't specify your outfield, right? Just three outfielders didn't matter which position? I kind of, I think it kind of worked out to be like, yeah, the, they actually did work to be three outfielders that play those positions, but I just kind of went. I think mine are technically all two left fielders and one center fielder, but I either way, we just did three outfielders. Yeah. So who's your first? Juan Soto. I think that man has some fucking fun. 
He's just got that flair. He's got that. He had the whole like stare down thing. Stares at you, and he like does that crouch, and he just just gets gets in your head. And then like the whole thing last year with Bregman being a dickhead and carrying his bat to first base and handing it to the coach, and then Soto doing it two innings later, and just like ah, that was great. I love it. Just he plays the game with like so hard and has so much fun with it. And I, I think a lot of our guys too are pretty young and they're they're taking on like a new yeah, yeah my average like, age is like under 25 right like they're they're taking on a new age of baseball right like yeah. none of these guys are i think like really over 30 like you know what i mean minus like Sally and then there's for me yeah. there's JD like it's just like well Maggie but yeah like it's i don't know it's kind of weird like, it's a little that, older than mine but a little older but yeah. at the same time they're just like a lot of young guys that are just style of baseball, i think they're yeah. turning this the game of baseball into something that like young people want to see where it's just like the it's the thrash and man like flash. what's the most entertaining thing about soccer is like when they the, score the goals like that goes the, you go nuts yeah it's <laughs> the most entertaining the thing the celebration part when you fun. score a goal like you don't just, celebrate any other time yeah. except when you score a goal no no i agree it's fun like, i just love guys playing the game this way and it's great the young I kids are doing that i want to see the emotion i want to see that 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 swagger to it speaking of swagger outfielder number two who you got i got mookie bets okay that man has fun. Yeah, he still has a swagger to him. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. I think he carries himself with a bit of a. He he knows he's the best best player right now. Doesn't matter which division he's in. Doesn't matter which team he's on. He's like, you know, what? I'm just gonna be the best. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I think, think he does have a lot of fun. Fun playing. He wasn't in my top three though. No, because it's just I think there's some other guys that are just they love the game and the way they play it. My second guy. I don't know if you also put him. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep. Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't know how you left him off your roster because the guy, the bat flips he throws out and the swagger right. he has and just the way he plays defense and the massive chains he has okay. and everything he does yeah, is just got some, so fun. So got, fun. Like, I don't know. Yeah, just, I had Mookie bats for the, for the fun right. aspect. I told you I flipped back and forth. I think Acuna absolutely has got that. Yeah, He has times, but I've also, I don't know, I've just also seen times where he just like, mistakes yeah he doesn't have, last like, year he just, when he roped a double off the wall that he turned into a single because he didn't right. run like obviously he has some gaps but just like he just in yeah general, no, the way he plays the game is just so he's good yeah he has I some mean, of the biggest bad flips you'll ever see man, when he yeah and he's got some big pimp home runs mm-hmm. too he just mm-hmm. this man's getting stronger yep he's gonna be elite for years to come right. um third outfielder who do you have I think this person had fun, a lot of fun this season. Okay. I had Lotus Goriel Jr. Okay. Watching him play this year, he was He's happy fun, to be out there. Yeah. He just, the, the hair is fucking great. It's hilarious. He's a and positive guy. He's a very positive guy. Let's he plays so hard out in outfield and just like smiles at all the boys. And like, dude, he is better than Vlad right now. Oh, yeah. He's the like, best of the four right now. Right. <laughs> It's not. It's not close uh, to and me. It's li- just, like until Bo can prove no. over a long period and of you time. Know what they did, man. They pushed him out. They said, "Hey, you got to go to the left field if you want to play and if you want to consistent fair, time." He couldn't make a throw from second. <laughs> no, second seemed like the moon to him. Yeah, 
But, but that was weird. I was talking about this yesterday, and it's just like this is a guy that had to go to the minors last year because he couldn't figure out second right. base. But then came they came up even, and is our, he's our full time starting left fielder. But they and didn't he even built. flex him over to third, right? Like some people even make that transition because you're on the same you're on the same yeah. half of the diamond. Like it's a longer throw, throw. But like, are you worried about his arm? Like he could develop that arm to get there. And like you said, like we weren't had, in a position he, where it's like they're winning. He definitely has the arm. In but he left. has an arm, and he showed <laughs> that because he throws it from exactly. He throws it from left. He throws out everybody. It's crazy. He's. And I, he, I'll give he's you. He's getting into that fun point of baseball where like it's coming easy. I actually have two young Jays on this list because they were the reason why this team had success, and they really showed they had fun doing it. And he's the I first one. Up, didn't end up picking any Jays just because yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so close to the team that it's just like. I just see it every day, and I don't really think of it. And they're just—they're just, they're just fun to me. But, but exactly, but they are fun to you, and they were fun to me. And it's a fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun team. Fun, fun. Everything's fun. Fun, fun. That's what we're here uh, for. I had Luis Robert out of Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't even know what it is about him. Just like the way he plays, and like just the confidence that man exudes. Yeah. Like he's catching balls in right field from center field over top of the right fielder because whatever I can get there, watch me go. Yeah. And like he had a really hot start and he kind of tailed off, but he just the guy's just I don't even know what it is about him. It's just the way he hits balls and yeah, the, the confidence and all that. I, I like he's it. He's made it I look just, fun this year for he's sure. He's had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's obviously really early in his career right. and he's got a long way to go. For a but, rookie season to Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's our lineups. Do you want to go DH first or do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Way? I had to flex again, the the shortstop, because there was just too many. <laughs> But my other J, Bo Bichette, okay. I think when he is in and he's hitting, and this one was actually the first one that I put down because you said doesn't care about the rules. And I okay. remember the, the pitching problem that he had, I'm pretty sure it was with Kershaw, yeah. where he pimped one off Kershaw, and Kershaw was like, that's a pitch you don't hit. Yeah. Because I think it was just like a, a get-you-in-the-count fastball. And we yeah, know both crunched it. We yeah. know both swings, and he swings hard, and he doesn't care. He just he does it. Yeah. And besides the, the last playoff game, Throughout the season, he and you know when he wasn't injured, he was playing. He plays with that same kind of like I'm gonna he's be. He's got the, the best heart. Player. He's got the swagger. Yeah. He doesn't have the size, which I think helps him yeah. Yeah, because he's he just does. this scrawny little dude that goes out there and rakes. And every time that he swings that bat, like he's another yeah. guy that is just I'm swinging. Yeah, I'm gonna hit it as hard as I can. It doesn't really matter where it goes. Like it's it's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's for it. I don't I don't hate the pick. I like it. He um, made me. I had. Have fun watching. I had Tim Anderson Jr. Yeah, I, that's he was the second most fun player in baseball for me. Okay, because I don't know, man, just everything he does and the way he flips bats and the way you he talks love, to other players. You love the the oh. baseballs like enemies. You know what I mean? Oh, you were just oh, like, dude, I'm actually surprised. There's something that... about like I, I I never thought of Tim Anderson as anything any good <laughs> until last year, and it's just something happened to his game last year that turned him into this guy. That you just you hate to see, but he's just so fun to watch. Yeah, the how hard he hits balls and the way he pimps them and like yeah. the confidence he has and just that swagger. It's, it's tough to swagger. match, it's, man. I it's fun to have swagger. Apparently, yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to translate. That's pretty much the most swagger team is what we got going on. But <laughs> they're fun. I don't know, man, that's what baseball is, man. Yeah. I just I couldn't I couldn't they're, not put him on my team. Like a lot I of debated them are, putting him on second, but he no, yeah, but he he fits really in DH for sure. I would love to see him just hit hit bombs out there. Yep, yep. 
Don't eat throw him in the outfield. Just like or don't eat him in the outfield. I wouldn't be surprised if he throws a bat and it just gets buried. Like that's so <laughs> just, hard. He throws it to the ground. It just that's it. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our lineups. Uh, we did one pitcher because one. I don't want to go. Undoubtedly, through. the the best. There's only one guy. <laughs> like pitchers are boring. That's pretty much it. There's not many out there. You know what? Amir Garrett's another one that I think if we did a bullpen, I probably would have put Amir Garrett in. Okay. But, I could have maybe made a case for Max Scherzer, to be honest. Okay. When I Max Scherzer is a bit of a lunatic. I can right. give him that. You like that? Yeah. He's you know I mean? fun it to was, watch. Yeah. It's it's great to watch him get out there and, and do what he does and just yeah. be Max Scherzer. But yeah, I, this guy. It's, it's Trevor Bauer because there's nobody else. Probably the top free agent hitting. Yeah the market this year oh, he, he definitely is he, yeah. he's probably gonna win the cy young this year oh my god he's gross. and he does so much fun like he got pulled last year and hum chucked the ball oh over the god. center field wall <laughs> and then immediately looks and goes my bad like i know that one's bad like you know what i mean like when like, you do that and he's that, just like he turned it into merch like he has his own merch he, of him hawking a ball over the thing i don't field. know if you know but he's on youtube and he has for, a vlog, dude. He is so hilarious. Him and Derek Dietrich were like yeah. together all summer, and they yeah. produced some of the best comments. Like he would always rag on the Astros. He'd be like, "This one brought brought to you by the Astros," like cheating to win. He's not afraid to call out Rob Manfred oh. at literally every turn. Like there hasn't he, been a move Rob Manfred's made that isn't called out by uh, what do you call it? When Trevor, when Tim Anderson hit him. He's like, I'm surprised he didn't like say more. You know, yeah. like, like put this on your blog. <laughs> yeah. Tim, yeah. Tim Anderson literally hits the home running. This is another Tim Anderson piece. Yeah. Hits the home run and because he's coming around third, he goes, put that on your vlog. And he loves it. Like he's Turn like, around. hell yeah. I was hoping you would. Yeah. And he puts it on his vlog. <laughs> he literally put it on his vlog. Yeah. Like he. But there's oh, no bad blood. It. That's the thing. Was it, do was all it this. this season? I think it was this season, maybe, or last season, when he actually started, like, telling people what he was doing. Like, he started just, like, tipping off his pitches. I think it was last year, yeah. Like, he just was like, you know what, then? Fuck it. If you guys are going to cheat, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. Um, like, oh, it was, pre- it was preseason. That's what it was. I, right. No, I but he was, he was just trying. He's like, even, even still preseason, everybody else is so taking it seriously. And he's going, fastball, here you go. Like, just telling <laughs> you. And you're like, what the fuck? He just he does it with no bad blood too. Like he's not he's not chirping Tim Anderson just because he doesn't like Tim Anderson. He's chirping because he just loves to play the game. One that of way. my first memories of him was when he played against the Jays and he was a Cleveland Indian and uh, he, he hurt his finger with a droid. Play. I think it was a droid. Drone. Drone. A drone. Yeah. <laughs> Those drone planes. Yeah. Fixing it. And he what wasn't does he even do? He was fixing what it. does he do? He tries to hide it, and he's dripping out, and he's like, "Nothing's happening. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." But <laughs> what do you see? What's coming on the ball? The it's like yeah. the, the ball is completely red, and he's uh, no, that's not me. That wasn't me. <laughs> and then there was just the other day when he got into it with uh, Acuna. Yeah. When Acuna chirped him, so he so he made that video compilation back, and like you could tell, like you know what, it was it, it was like solid chirping both ways. But then even Acuna goes, "Hi, you're funny, man. That's good." Yep. And then Trevor Bauer, class act, just goes, yeah, man, good luck the rest of the way. I hope you guys take it. Right. Like, he's a good guy, and he has fun, and he loves to play the game. But he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's like, not exactly. afraid it's to just, just be him. There's no other There's no other pitcher you can put. I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's all it is, man. He tops us off. He's the cherry on top of he's this it. great team. Just, yeah, I mean, Fernando Tatis is probably the cherry, but, like, I would say... 
Trevor Bauer's like the sprinkles. Oh, you're sprinkling them. I don't know, yeah. man. I think sprinkle oh, Trevor see, though, Bauer. Trevor Bauer isn't what makes the whole thing. You know, the cherry yeah. just like tops it off. Like cherry is just like yeah. that's it. Oh, okay. Fernando Tatis is cake. like the ice cream. He's like the icing on it. You know, what okay. I mean? around it. When he's everything. Like, he's like yeah. the the pizzao, if the you will. Wow. The pizzao. The pizzao. The pizzao. When that? We might need to put that on a sweater. The pizzao. The, the, the pizzao. I could do that. <laughs> I think you should. We've got the pizzao. A sports. Uh. We've got the pizzao. <laughs> hey, that's it for this week. I think we got nothing left. Yeah. Um, I think maybe one of the names I kind of wanted to say that I like missed. Okay. Yep. Was Mike Trout. Oh yeah. At one Mike point, Trout. I think that guy had a lot of fun playing baseball. There's a lot of promise in LA, or a lot of at least yep. he was told there's a lot of promise in LA, and this could they be one of the pitchers. biggest upsets for a career that we are witnessing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, We're it almost got the that best point. player of all time never have a World Series. It almost got that point with with Dirk Nowitzki for basketball. Steve mm-hmm. Nash actually never won with with two MVPs, and that kind of hurt. You know, as a Canadian yeah. basketball fan, but, but now even it's like. like- this is like we're talking about like Mike Trout is the yeah like, we're talking you about talk like about a baseball the Michael play. Jordan LeBron James or the Wayne Gretzky or right. the Eli or sorry Peyton Manning <laughs> like or the Joe Montana Tom Brady group like the three the three there like There's we're just... talking about none of them having rings not just some good player this is right. the best player of all time yeah like he is in running the risk of never reaching even like an ALCS game, like no. doing anything They're, unless they figure some shit out with their pitching staff. He might not see the playoffs until the good he thing leaves is, is that You sign Rendon, you sign trout, like they're locked in. They have arguably one of the better lineups in the AL. Albert needs to retire. He needs to just stop yeah. thinking that he's going to help that team. Maybe, maybe help them as a batting coach. Yeah. Come back, you know, pull even like, take over the I, team. If you I want. like him, he's just not, he's obviously not what he used to be. You can't do it anymore. You can't bring that. You power still have Shohei, who I hope he figures his arm out, oh, but man, but he looks really, really tough. That's a tough look on you, but yeah, like you said, Andrew Rendon's Simmons there, still... Andrelton Simmons is there. Um, David Fletcher had an incredible year. Mike Trout's the best player of all time, and he's still there. And, and he's doing Mike Trout things. And yeah. another thing that I have a problem with is every time that he's up for the MVP and somebody says, yeah, but was it better than last season? Like, was it better than his MVP season? Like, No, but he's Mike still Trout the MVP. Is... Mike Trout should have a lot more MVPs than Yeah. Him. I'm Stop okay that he doesn't because one of them would have taken it away from JD. But okay. it's fine. I, I agree. He, I don't find Mike Trout to be fun, though. I think he's just... Incredible. I think it, but I think he had. He's fun. a boring dude, though. But he had fun playing there at one yeah. point. They were all smiles, and, and they he were was all jumping like, up on the walls and high. Yes, but now it's like he won't. But he won't risk it anymore. He. But doesn't other than that, it. his whole career, he's been a pretty boring dude. Like he's just not like. He's been a very. He's pretty vanilla. Player. You know what it is, though. I think it's we're not realizing how great he actually is. like the <laughs> issues is because he's not like. Oh, I'm not know, saying he's not the best player we've ever seen, but like. You look he back doesn't have it. that swagger of like he he doesn't need to like he doesn't have the the, the comp he doesn't have that attitude of like I'm the best in the world but he is the best in the world. Whereas there's other guys that have the attitude that they're the best in the world even though they're really not even top ten. Okay, but like would you say Sandy Crosby has that attitude? No, and I right. that's fine. I think but Crosby's he's got the best cups. player <laughs> in the hockey, but he doesn't 
he I wouldn't put him among like the most fun players in hockey either. Right? I don't know. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch, but <laughs> as a thing, person he missed, he missed my list because yeah, like, he because, he's not having fun. Sucks. I think if he won more here we go again. If Mike Trout's team won more, he would probably make this list. But because his GM sucks, no. <laughs> they need to they need to really reevaluate what they're doing there. Yeah. Now that's it from this week, I think. You got you got anything left? No. No, I'm good. Um we got merch. I'll my my link in the description. It's right here. We're making these still. Uh our Jackie awesome. Robinson shirts not doing the greatest right now, but we're donating all profits to cancer. So if you want to go in there and check take a look at those. I don't know where they went right now, but I don't have the copy on me. Uh, they're not that expensive. They're pretty cheap. We got them off of that other site now. We do all the right, shipping yeah. and stuff ourselves, so it's fairly it's cheap. A lot cheaper now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be. Ha- I'm gonna have a few more MLB postseason designs coming out in the next few days. Uh, subscribe to us. Link below. All around. Link down there. If you're listening, it's not down there, but go to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All that stuff. Every weekend. Yeah. We're on everything. Yep. Theasports.com. Check us out. Support. Cheers. Enjoy.